Well, we think a few people might be talking about the Saints today. That's right, All Saints Day. It is awesome. It is amazing. So many of us have patron saints, and they have their own day during the year. But on this day, November 1st, every year we get to celebrate all of them, the saints that are canonized and known to us. There are many saints in heaven that have not been officially formally canonized, but we know that, they're, that they are there. So we're going to be talking about that today with you, the Take-Two family. I'm Jerry Usher with Debbie Giorgiani. And we titled it, When the Saints Go Marching In. So what saint do you feel the closest to, your go-to saint, the one that you have made friends with, or maybe you have tons of friends in heaven, and those saints have always been around you, and you love to uh, bring them into your spiritual life. Uh, They are our cheerleaders. They are rooting for us. They want us to get to heaven. They made it to the beatific vision. They want us to get there as well. So when the saints go marching, in celebrating All Saints Day today. It is a holy day of obligation. Please make time to get to Mass. Um, And here's the number if you'd like to weigh in on this conversation, 833-288-3986. Well, we read in the book of Hebrews, uh, chapter 12, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. I read that, Debbie, and I think of a, a football stadium just filled with yes. fans, mm-hmm. and you're running mm-hmm. the ball down the field, right, the defense right. is chasing you, and the fans are going, watch out, no, cut this way, cut that way. Saints are always there to help us. So, yeah, we want to hear it, uh, from you today, the Take-Two family, not just surface, you know, hey, yeah, I like this saint, I like that saint, but maybe a saint or two that have real meaning for you. They've helped you in a certain situation. Maybe you're named after them, and you really pray to them all the time. Let's go deep with this one today, as we always do. You guys always uh, have amazing takes on this show. So the number again is 833-288-3986. Part of our powerhouse eight that we pray to before every single show, we have leaned on and we have become friends with, and that would be St. Teresa of Calcutta, uh, St. Padre Pio, St. Joseph, Blessed Carlo Acutis, and and we added recently John Paul too. You know, remember that chant, John Paul II, we love you. We absolutely love him. He's amazing. And uh, we have others as well. Ace McKay said, please don't forget St. Cecilia. Absolutely. St. Cecilia, an amazing saint. St. Catherine of Siena, St. Francis of Assisi, St. Anthony of Padua. Do Do these names sound familiar? These are the saints that so many of us go to, very popular saints. Um, we just absolutely love them. And then they're, they're lesser known saints that we may be named after, or we find some kind of, uh, you know, thing in life that, that binds us, that, that they struggled with, and then we struggle with, like depression or something like that, St. Dymphna um, for cancer, St. Peregrine. I mean, it goes on and on, folks, and they are truly, truly there. Uh, wanting and willing to pray for us, help us intercede, whatever God permits, they will do because they made it. And we get we get to be on that journey to make it, right? And so to have that support is amazing. Also, let's not forget, let us not forget our guardian angels that are there as well in that same kind of connection and everybody's in that cooperation. Uh, God's plan is for all of us to get back to him and they are there to assist. And I love that. I love All Saints Day. November 1st is one of my favorite days of all time. 
Mm-hmm. It's what my pastor said this morning. It's his favorite day of the year. Oh, it has to rank up wow. there with mine, too. Yeah. Um, I've always said my favorite day is Holy Thursday, because that's when we got the priesthood and the Eucharist. But I love All Saints Day today as well. In fact, I pray, and I'm sure you do, Debbie, and many of our listeners, I pray to all saints every day. I say all of the angels and saints of God pray for us. So take two family. It is All Saints Day, as Debbie said. Make a point of getting to Mass. It's a holy day of privilege, a holy day of obligation. I call it a holy day of privilege. And so get to Mass somewhere where you can, but call in now with your take on your kind of your go-to saint. Maybe it's an obscure saint that you have found maybe online, or maybe he or she showed themselves to you. That happens sometimes. Debbie, you always say the saints choose us. We don't choose them. And maybe explain what you mean by that. I I love that. Well, you know, saints are very active. God permits everything. You know, I I think of, I go immediately to St. Therese of Lisieux, the, the little flower, and a lot of people will, will say, you know, she, she said that when she dies, she's going to do more good here on earth. So did Padre Pio. Other saints have said that. And I believe that God permits uh, um, uh, various um, wonderful saints like St. Saint Therese or St. Teresa of Avila, you know, jo- uh, John Paul II, Mother Teresa, you know, these saints that are very active, Blessed Carlo Acutis, and... Um, he he allows them to to make a connection and and build a friendship if we are open to it and i think it requires i think this is a, this is my personal opinion on this and after after many years of studying angels you can relate that to also the saints um that god wants us to cooperate so when we are open to building a friendship they are permitted to do more of what God wants them to do. And so they make that connection and we become friends. And it is true, folks, that when we get to heaven, um, our guardian angels will transition to our very best friend and so will the saints. So it's not going to be like this type of thing where, you know, we needed uh, we need a guardian angel to protect us in heaven. Well, no, that's not going to be that way. We made it, so they'll be they'll be our best friend, and they're and they're matched to our personality. So the good Lord also matches the friendship of the saints to us. It's a very beautiful thing when you think of how God works. If you look at it from from God's point of view, He wants us all to cooperate as family. That's how I see it, Jerry. That's how I um you know. It was it was revealed to me as I studied the angels, and I thought, wow, we serve an amazing God. We sure do, and there are amazing saints who have done the will of God, lived a life of heroic charity, and are now in heaven in the beatific vision. And if you have one that really inspires you in some particular way, maybe you're named after a, one of the great saints of the church, what is your reason for loving and having a devotion to that particular saint or a couple of yeah. saints? And a friendship. Mm-hmm. Come on, take two family. Let's go. A couple phone lines still available, 833-288-EWTN. We will go to your calls in just a moment here, 833-288-3986. This is Take Two with Jerry and Debbie on EWTN Radio and you. And our show team is in place today. Matt Kabensky is the one you talk to when you call that number, 833-288-3986. Producer Ace McKay on social media, it is Jeff Burson and... All we're, all we're missing is you right now, so please join us.
We're celebrating All Saints today, November 1st, on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. Please go to Mass, or if you can't physically make it to Mass, definitely we EWTN, listen to Mass or watch Mass on TV. Very important to really celebrate the saints today and honor the saints they made it they made it back to god and they can help us they can help us get there so before we get to the phones couple things wanted to share wings is ewtn's weekly e-newsletter find out about ewtn radio and tv shows items from ewtn religious catalog and lots more all you have to do is sign up for wings at ewtn.com and click on subscribe Please call us if you'd like to talk about a particular saint. Uh, saint Therese of Lisieux, last time we did this show, um, was the pretty much like the most popular. Saint Therese of Lisieux came in so strong. So we understand that, and she is very, very active. Uh, Adam Bly, religious demonologist, Jerry, uh, says that um, he works a lot with Father Carlos Martins, and who is who is known for having all those relics, and he does the relic tours around around the country and stuff. He was saying that when when saints are first uh, canonized, they are the most active in the first 15 to 20 years. Very, very active. So um, that would make what? sense. Um, hmm? Just Mike twisted mine. I mean, what, what, do they get tired after that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're probably, they're probably like, have yeah. I done enough to help They've everybody? they the race. Now yeah. It's time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but uh, they're very active when they're first canonized. So that's very interesting. Um, and, and then I want to just real quickly before we go to the phones, please join in on this discussion of your favorite saint, your go-to saint, the one that you connect with the most, 833-288-3986. And yes, I'm getting messages like crazy. They wanted to know if, if mine is Padre Pio. Yes. Okay. So let's go to Timoteo. Um, Timoteo says, good afternoon. Um, uh, God bless the entire show team. Here's my take. I learned years ago that St. Philip Neri was not only the patron of comedians, but the but of the United States Army mm. Special Forces, a.k.a. the Green Berets. But I never understood the reason until recently. I learned why. Because of three factors. Selfless service, superb and outstanding teacher, inspirational leader. These factors being the epitome of the special forces soldier and coincides with the leadership skills I gained through 4-H, what is known as the Recreation Leaders Lab and Workshop Circuit. This is my take and happy feast of all saints, Timoteo. So selfless service, superb and outstanding teacher, inspirational leader, St. Philip Neri. Hmm? Timoteo's always got a great take for the show, no matter he what goes, the topic is. Yeah, He goes very deep. Mm-hmm. And I love how he kind of goes from different angles because I think that's where in the details is where you can find a lot of a lot of where, how it connects to you and your own personal spiritual life. So, yeah. Timoteo, thank you for weighing in. All right, we are going to go to the phones. And by the way, that number for you right now, make your call and share with us uh, the saint or saints that you really connect with, have been maybe present in your life, they've guided you, helped you with their intercession. 833-288-3986. Lucy is first listening on the EWTN app in Tampa, Florida. Hello, Lucy. Welcome. Hi, thank you. You're welcome. Um, I love your topic today. Um is it okay if I just talk or yeah, have to go for it, sure. <laughs> okay. Well, first of all, 
and I'm the beginning saint in my life was St. Therese. She's my confirmation saint. Mm-hmm. Didn't even know why I picked her when I was young. I just thought she was a really great person. <laughs> but as my life continued, I realized that, you know, I, I don't have a, 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 a big job. I don't have a lot of money, but I, I can identify with her little way, and I can do things for the Lord in a little way. So that's kind of how she's come to me. But Pad- Padre Pio has been a beautiful, beautiful intercessory saint for me. My father passed away about seven years ago. His birthday is September 23rd, oh, which mm-hmm. is yeah, feast, day. feast day. And um, last year, last year, about two weeks before September 23rd, I started having this, I don't know, this heavy, heavy feeling and like desolation. I had this desolation. And I was trying to figure out what was going on, and I went, well, you know, Dad's anniversary of his passing's coming up, and then boom, it re- just connected me with Padre Pio. So what I got, and what I do believe was like a divine message, was I started praying and asking Padre Pio to, I, I, went, I went to gold, I asked him to empty purgatory. I asked him to pray with me for the next few weeks, and I prayed fervently, and I did novenas, and I every, every day, every day, every day. I prayed and prayed and prayed. Of course, I have no idea what God did, but I will tell you that on September 23rd, all of that desolation lifted. I wow. had a joy that was beyond, and... So I felt very, like I said, I don't know what God did, but I do know that those prayers were heard and used in some way. And that was, and that was through the intercession of Padre Pio. It, there was no doubt in my mind. Okay, so a couple things, Lucy, real quickly. And now this is coming from me personally. I'm not representing, you know, the Catholic faith in any way or EWTN from this manner. This is just me personally, my personal take on relationship with the saints and especially with Padre Pio, okay? Um, First, have you asked or do you know if somebody else in your family, like your father or someone else, was a spiritual son or daughter of Padre Pio? That's number one. Number two, I don't believe there's any accident that your father passed on on, um, Padre Pio's feast day. I do believe there is a, a definite connection there. If you haven't um, asked to become one of his spiritual uh, daughters, please do so. I, you definitely have a connection with him, I believe, just based on my own personal journey with this great saint. And um, so maybe let me give you a chance to answer any or all of those questions. Yes, probably four or five years ago, I started praying the prayers um, with Padre Pio and asking him to protect me, become his spiritual daughter and putting my whole family in his care. So I, I did do that. And okay. I didn't, you know, at the time, I didn't think a lot of it. I, did, I mean, I did think a lot of it, but I didn't see the fruit of it, I guess I should say. Mm-hmm. But then um, this incident happened, and it made me 
just very tight with Padre Pio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I totally, I, I can understand what you're saying. I, I would, I would confirm it from a personal standpoint in my own journey with Padre Pio. I didn't look, I didn't search for Padre Pio. I know that everybody, you know, kind of jokes around on Take Two, the Take Two family. They're like, oh yeah, Debbie Giorgiani just absolutely is crazy about Padre Pio. I didn't look for Padre Pio. It was the strangest way I was connected to him through adult faith formation when I was the director at the parish. And all of a sudden, it just became this, it, 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 it evolved into this friendship. And I would, I would notice that his name or his presence or somebody would be praying to him was always there. And I was like, okay, I need to pursue this because it just kept happening over and over again. So I don't know if that happened with you, Lucy, but I can tell you this. I have received confirmation personally, and I I just love the fact that Padre Pio not only takes on a spiritual son or daughter, but he takes on their entire family. And I remember the day that I told my husband, Marty, that. I said, I just want to let you know, just because you, I, cause I said to my, you are part of the, the club. Padre Pio um, definitely is taking uh, the family on as well. It's such a comfort to know that we have that heavenly support. And, and, I, and that's what I love about our God, that he knows that we need that additional, just amazing amazing support of that connection of people that have walked this earth, our contemporaries and stuff. And and it's just really quite, quite beautiful to think God has planned this all out for us. So I just wanted to say that and just kind of affirm and confirm what your path is. Jerry? No, I, I would love to hear your comments, Lucy, on what Debbie was sharing. Well, I was just going to say, as you're saying that, I have had many, many incidences, other incidences in the family where other family members have had that connection also. So it's, it's kind of like our little family saint connection between <laughs> us. And that's, yeah. and that's because I prayed for all of them and asked Padre Pio to take them on as their spiritual t- children. doesn't happen all at once, but you start noticing little by little by little these things are unveiled to you. Yeah. No, that's beautiful. I through mainly through Debbie's inspiration. I, I asked Padre Pio to be my spiritual father mm-hmm. some years ago. I had many of them, of course, Saint Joseph and others, but definitely Padre Pio as well. And it sounds uh, absolutely, um, Lucy, like he has been a key part of your life and your family. And we we know that's going to continue. You know that's going to continue because he will he will never let us. Uh, out of his sight and out of his arms until we're securely in heaven, as he said. So, mm-hmm. Lucy, thank you so much. We appreciate you uh, sharing yeah. what you did on the program today. Beautiful. Good first call. Great yeah. first call. Yeah, and Lucy, St. Lucy is December 13th, so that's coming up to her feast day. Sure. Okay, yeah, we. Uh, okay, so Lucy just f- uh, freed a, a phone line, so you can call in and talk about your uh, go-to saint, the one you connect with. Maybe you're named after... Um, a saint that you feel like, well, you know, I've got the name of this saint, but I'm not really that close to that saint. How do I even begin to do that? Uh, please call in 833-288-3986. Okay, Carla is next, listening in South Texas to us on Sirius XM 130. Hi, Carla. Hello, can you hear me? Very, very well, yes. Okay, yes, it's because I parked uh, to listen to the station. I just wanted to make a call. Uh, my saint has been St. Jude. Um, I, I'm very grateful for his intercession. Um, I recently came back to the Catholic religion. 
I was raised Catholic, but I got lost along the way, and it was, to me, was an amazing welcoming, and and then forcing Jude to intercede. Um, I had a rough pregnancy. Uh, at first, they had told me that uh, my baby wasn't going to make it. It was an ectopic pregnancy. They wanted me to have an abortion, or I would have died, but I left it in the hands of God, and I prayed, and I took my case with St. Jude, and everything went well. Baby developed fine in utero, and then she was born premature at 33 weeks. But before she was born, I was in the hospital a few days before her delivery. Her heart completely stopped. Mm -hmm. Uh, My room got full of doctors and nurses because her heart just stopped. Sorry, I'm crying because it just, it overwhelms me. Um, her heart stopped, and I was praying to God, and I prayed to St. Jude to intercede for her. Like, if it if it's God's will, just to give me the strength to continue, and if it's God's will that she'll live, uh, uh, that, of course, that would make me so happy. And as the doctor was going to tell me, like, I'm sorry, there's nothing we can do, he opened his mouth. Little by little, that heartbeat started beating. It, it took, like, two full minutes for it to normally and right now my daughter is six years old oh beautiful oh beautiful praise god what an amazing story carla and you're you're referring to as you said saint jude and we've got a couple other people that we're going to get to those of you on the line who also want to give a shout out to saint jude hang in there as well but for those who aren't aware um saint jude is typically known in the in the catholic church and, and perhaps outside of the catholic church hopefully as the patron of impossible causes or desperate cases or what have you and Boy, Carla, you had one right there. You know, your baby. You, uh, you know, you had the the trouble with the pregnancy, and and the baby. You know, born born pre- a little bit prematurely, the heart stopping, and all of that. You did the right thing, though. You went to really a heavy hitter in St. Jude, and it's obvious that he helped you out, you and your baby, with that prayer that you uh, you made to him. I think it's pretty amazing, Carla, and I love the fact that St. Jude stepped in and and really helped you. Um, and your daughter, and I just think it's wonderful. And I don't think I don't believe in any accident um, because prior to the three calls back to back coming in about Saint Jude, which is very unique. I mean, you think about all the saints we have, and then you have all these calls coming in. You being first, Carla. Prior to you calling in, I spoke about, I don't know why it came to mind. Well, I do. It's the Holy Spirit, we believe. Um, I, I, I mentioned Father Carlos Martins. Well, he just started in September. He is the priest um, that goes around with all the relics, and he does the relic tour and everything of, of that nature. He just started the St. Jude um, tour of relics of St. Jude, uh, started starting in September. It goes all the way to May of 2024. It may be coming to a parish near you. And it's so interesting that it's St. Jude. And now we've have Carla calling in and others about St. Jude. So I just wanted to confirm that obviously the, um, our saints are very active and wanting to help us and wanting to be friends with us and wanting us to feel that comfort and that joy as things move along in our path here on earth so that we can get back to God in heaven. Carla, beautiful story. God bless you and your beautiful heart. Mm -hmm. Amen. 
All right, that does open up a phone line, 833-288-3986. All Saints Day, it is a holy day of obligation, or as we like to call it, a holy day of privilege. We don't ever have to go to Mass, folks. We get to go to Mass. Remember that. And uh, get yourself there, and let's uh, honor and celebrate all of our saints. It's, uh, the, it's the feast of every saint who's in heaven today. So your saint is there, and maybe he or she is looking kindly uh, in a special way upon you on this day. But we're talking about that here on the program. So we invite you to join us at 833 288 EWTN 833-288-3986. If you have a special connection with any particular saint, that is what we're talking about today. Lisa, we're going to go to you next. We have uh, Eric also on the line, Mary Beth, uh, Anna, Denise, a lot of people getting a hold of us here today. So we thank you for that. Please be patient. We're going to come back and get to your calls in just a moment. Thank you for being with us here on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie and you. Going right back to your phone calls on Saints, your favorite saint, the one you connect with the the best. Lisa, as promised, in Round Rock, Texas is up next, listening on the EWTN app. Hello, uh, Lisa. Thanks for calling. Hi, Lisa. Hi, good morning. Good morning. Um, God bless you guys for everything that you do in EWTN. So um, I have to say St. Jude. I too have been watching the tour, um, the locations with Father Martins, and the tour of um, the relic of St. Jude, and it's amazing that um, the Vatican has sent that over to the United States. So here's here's what happened to me on Saturday. I was feeling really discouraged about all of the anti-Catholics and all of the misunderstandings that I'm seeing in my life and, and stuff like that, and um, I was talking with my husband about it, and I thought, oh, maybe I'm just too critical of people, right? You know, maybe I'm just too critical. Maybe I should be more understanding. Well, I'm going to the Bible scripture, and I was intending to go to the the book of Luke, and this is the feast day of St. Jude on Saturday, and instead I feel led to go to the letter of St. Jude. I've never read it before. It's a short read. I encourage everybody, pick up your Bible and read it. It's amazing. And all of a sudden I felt like I was receiving guidance and counseling on my issues, and it felt like St. Jude was saying to me, no, you are right in what you're seeing. You are right in how you feel. Mm-hmm. You, are, you are correct in, in all of this. And there was one line in his letter. It said, um, they revile what they don't understand. And he was showing me that these people who have so much venom for the Catholic Church and for Christianity and for Jesus— they lack understanding, and it's such a great book because it really explains where we're at in our culture and the solutions. And um, I just felt like he was calling me out and saying, uh-uh, no, you're right in what you're seeing. Stand firm because this is what's going on, and um, you've got to, you know, fight the good fight mm-hmm. and, and, and try to help people understand um, but anyway, I don't know if that makes sense, but for me right now, it's St. Jude. And if you go onto the website of Carlos Martins, there's a link there where you can look up the tours. There's also a prayer prayer link where you can enter prayers to St. Jude. And so for right now, St. Jude, the Apostle of the Impossible, that's the one that I'm, I'm looking to. And his letter in the New Testament is amazing. It's just mm-hmm. an amazing read. Mm-hmm. 
Wow, absolutely. I'm reminded of a Fulton Sheen quote. He said something like, let me, let me get it up here if I can. Um, he said, there are not 100 people in the United States who hate the Catholic Church, but there are millions who hate what they wrongly perceive the Catholic Church to be. Mm-hmm. And we need to take that into account, I think. Um, Lisa, your points, all of them are just fantastic. I'm just going to zero in on that one. Because, you know, people who are against the church, opposed to the church, even actively hate the church, obviously we need, we need to be praying for them, but there's, there's certainly a deficiency in their understanding of, of what the church is or who the church is. It's the body of Christ, and it's the, you know, the vessel, the instrument of our salvation, and we want all people to belong to that. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I love that quote from Fulton Sheen. And I we agree. Need to, you know, keep, we need to keep that in mind and, mm-hmm. you know, be very, very, I think, you know, generous and charitable with those. Uh, but always be ready to give an explanation of what we believe as St. Peter says. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And Lisa, on the break, I was sharing with Ace McKay, our producer, and Jerry, that I don't believe there's any accident that we're, we're seeing all the St. Jude calls come in in the comments. And I believe that Father Carlos Martins um, was inspired to uh, take on this this tour and to to spread um, the message of Saint Jude and the and the relic and to get people praying in a deeper way to connect with this great saint. And I I agree with you. I don't believe there's any accident to that. I think when we give emphasis, when we give recognition, when we talk about the saints, when we spread the news that the saints um, are alive and well in the beatific vision and want us to get there as well. I think there's more activity and there's more inspiration and it all spreads throughout the whole body of Christ. So I believe everything you're saying it to be true with how you now have come to really appreciate and, and dive deeply into the prayers. Um, and, and just to remind our listeners, I believe the relic tour, the St. Jude relic tour, the schedule is posted at Apostle of the Impossible. Uh, dot com. I hope I got that right. Did I get it right, Lisa? Im- Apostle yeah. of the Impossible? Yeah, dot com. That is, that, is, that is correct. Can I say one more thing? Sure. Please? Sure. Mm-hmm. I learned, I learned because there's a little write-up on him on the website, that he is actually a cousin of Jesus. His mother was Blessed Mother's sister. This is amazing to me. Yeah, um, and for a long time, people hadn't been praying to him, but then when they realized later, and so I, I just... I'm really looking to him to really help us turn things around. But but the bottom line to what happened to me on Saturday, St. Saint Jerome says, you know, ignorance of the scriptures, ignorance of Jesus. Ever since Saturday, I've, I have been reading and studying and just learning so much. And um, I just encourage everybody to get into the scriptures, find a Bible study, because here is where we find our comfort and our answers to what's going on today. You know, it's so easy to get down when you are dealing with family members and friends who've left the church and so critical, blah, 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 and, and it can wear you down. But when you pick up those scriptures and read it, you have company in the scriptures and the saints and in Jesus and the Holy Spirit. It's like all of a sudden you get it, and your strength comes from that. So I just want to leave that well, with you and guys. Like- and- yeah, yeah, and Lisa, let's let's remind everyone. It's it that's why it's called the living word of God. It's living. It's not dead. It's living. It's real. It's relevant. It's it's it pertains to our life. It wa- it, it's the it's the word of God that walks with us you know, in our current position, our current state in life, where we're at. So you are tapping into that and and diving into the living word of God, there's power and strength and healing. So you nailed it. Lisa, couldn't agree with you more. 
Thanks, Lisa. Well, and call. EWTN has tons of Bible studies. I mean, just look at the mm-hmm. schedule. There's tons of stuff to listen to on EWTN That's to right. learn the scriptures. And so mm-hmm. it's there. The resources are here. So God bless you guys for what you do. You guys are amazing. Thank Aww, you, Lisa. We think you you're are amazing. amazing. Yeah, thank yeah. you so much. Thanks, Lisa. Yeah, great calls, and we're going to continue them with Eric in Springfield, Missouri, listening on Catholic Radio Network. Hi, Eric. Welcome. Hey, Eric. Hey, guys. It's great to hear your voices again. Um, I want to thank God for uh, EWTN Radio for uh, they they let me know about the the tour of the arm of St. Jude Thaddeus, and uh, I was able to venerate the arm on October 3rd in Manchester, Missouri, and um, it allowed me... I had been struggling with uh, internet addiction issues both on my phone and at home, and and I wasn't sleeping well, and it allowed me to uh, really break that and overcome that. And uh, I also was able to make several third-class relics while I was there, which I've handed out to some of my friends, and and it's had a very uh, important impact in their lives as well. So um, I thank EWTN for, for, you know, making me aware of the tour and Father Carlos Martins for being faithful in in conducting the tour and and his instruction, and uh, and you guys, because you guys are always – there while I do my work, I drive around doing delivery, and you guys are always there every day for me. So, oh, thanks, Eric. That means a lot to us. And you know, you, you mentioned the, the things that Saint Jude through his intercession. You know, we all know it. it is God who does these things. But you know, the saints are those who have done the will of God perfectly. They have achieved, you know, heroic uh, charity and sanctity. So God will hear their prayers, and we know from Scripture. You know, we t- talks about not a, not a hair, you know, all the hairs on our head are counted. Two sparrows don't fall from the sky without God no- noticing. God pays attention to every detail of our lives. And Eric, you had a, a an area of your life here where you needed some help, and there you go. You went to the great St. Jude, and God heard his prayers of intercession and really responded to your need. Yeah. And the beauty that. of that, Eric, always remember this. I know you got the third-class relics from the tour and everything. That... St. Jude now is is definitely a friend of yours. And that's something that I think we need to remind ourselves because the world will tell us, okay, yeah, it's kind of like a one and done, you know, they'll help you and then they get they go on their way, they're helping somebody else. That's not how it works because we serve a very big God and our God is constantly about abundance and about growth and expansion and connection and it, it doesn't end. It's not like a one and done. And so I just wanted to to uh, reiterate that, Eric, for you, because now that you have, um, you know, brought, navigated this beautiful friendship with St. Jude, I want it to continue for you. Well, thank you, Debbie, and thank you, Jerry. Those are both good words. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Yeah. God bless you for Great being call. a regular listener to the program. We appreciate that. A lot yeah. of people yeah. uh, tune in when they're working, driving, having their lunch. We're so grateful to each and every one of you for that. Well, and we've got to be grateful to the stations that are just going strong, the affiliates all around the country. Were you able to do the shout-out? Because can I do it? Yeah, please. Okay. Congratulations going out to another member of the EWTN radio family. Eternal Life Radio in Fitchburg and Shirley, Massachusetts is celebrating, get this folks, 11 years, 11 years with EWTN. Congratulations to Marianne Harold and her team at WQPH 89.3 FM. From you, We just want to say to you, Marianne and your team, 
Uh, congratulations. We love you guys. You're amazing. Keep going. 11 years. Think how many souls you've ha- you have impacted. But you know, it's so true. These affiliates, these apostolates are working hard to get the message out. And you hear um, EWTN uh, through their, their local stations. And that's why when the local stations um, come to you and say, we are listener supported, right now there's the fall and winter pledge drives happening. Please give generously. We've got to keep Catholic Radio going strong into the future. Today on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie, it's All Saints Day, so we're talking about the saint that you connect with the most, who is part of your life, maybe you're named after him or her, go to, maybe they've helped you in a very profound way. Uh, We're going to visit with Denise next in Toronto, Canada, listening on the Station of the Cross online. Hi, Denise. Thanks for joining us. Oh, hi. Thank you. Thank you. Nice to to be here today. It's actually my birthday. Oh, happy birthday. um, Thank you. Yeah, I feel very blessed to have been born on this day, and I don't think it's a coincidence, because um, ever since I heard about St. Bernadette as a little girl from my mom, I've read up on all the saints. I've wanted to know about them. Even It goes right up till now, and today I turn 58, and so it's um, been a long time, you know, pursuit of mine, and um, I share it with my Sunday school kids, etc. I can't stop talking about the saints, but if I had to choose one who's been with me all along, it would be St. Bernadette of Lourdes. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, but I just, I mm-hmm. just find um, her, she's just helped me. I think growing up, I went through so many difficulties, you know, self-esteem, not fitting in, um, you know, those things that a lot of people probably go through, and I looked to her. She was a girl who was very poverty-stricken, was very, mm-hmm. um, she was not, you know, um, accepted by, the, she's very marginalized, and there, you know, and um, she saw her family suffer through hardships, pain, and poverty, and even, they lived in a, what's called the Casho, which was a jail cell, that was mm-hmm. where they lived, right. when she had the apparitions, and um, I think what really gets me, which is why I think maybe probably Our Lady chose her for this, you know, to, to appear to her, I think, was that um, I just can't go, get over the fact that when in the town of Lourdes, um, when um, some bread or something was stolen, something was stolen, they couldn't find the culprit, so they just blamed her father because he was the poorest man there mm-hmm. and put him in jail for, mm-hmm. I think, several days. And I just thought to myself, how could anyone say, God, how could you let this happen to me? I'm so mm-hmm. poor. My family's poor. We have nothing to eat. Now our main breadwinner, who doesn't even have a job, is, is gone. Right. And I just look to her, and I think, you know, I think she helps me a lot with how do you deal with that type of anguish, you know, what type. And I think I've experienced that throughout my life, like things, injustices, mm-hmm. or yeah. things, you know, happening I'm, personally. And yeah. I turn to her, and I say, Bernadette, Show me how you do, how you got through this. And I, I get so much peace. Wow. And, uh, what a beautiful story. I wanted story. to share. Okay, so so first we want to say happy birthday. What a great day to be born on November 1st, All Saints Day. You are very, very blessed, Denise. Happy birthday from the Take-Two family. Um, so it starts your birthday month of no- November. Mine too. I'm on the 9th. And you, you disclosed that you are 58 today. I'll be 58 on the 9th. So you are so much older than I am, Denise. Um, 
Um, but we get to share the birthday month, but you get to share this very special day with the saints. And I think your story about St. Bernadette, and I believe you have another comment here, St. Francis as, as, as well. I'm, I'm assuming that's St. Francis of Assisi. Uh, Denise, um, you're incredible. And I love how, I, as you were talking and you were speaking about St. Bernadette, as if, she, as if she really was a contemporary friend of yours, just like, you know, you would be talking about your, your girlfriend um, that, that you have lunch with, you know, or something of that nature. It's so true. And it's the same type of relationship, only it's more glorious because the ultimate goal for St. Bernadette is for you to join her in heaven. And I love that. And so when you think about that, it is it's really gets quite exciting. Any final comments, Denise? And I was just joking. You're not that much older than me, but go ahead. <laughs> oh, no. Thank you. No, no, just, um, yeah, I just, I, I mean, about Francis of Assisi, I just, I'd mentioned him just because one time when I was going through an incredible, difficult time of mine, no peace in my heart, I called out to him. I called out to Bernadette and a number of other saints, but I called out to him out of the blue. Never had done that before. Mm-hmm. And I said, please, you're the, you're the one we think of when we think of the peace of Christ. That's right. So mm-hmm. please help me. And um, that night I had, I wasn't able to dream. I wasn't able to sleep or anything, but that night I dreamt of being in Assisi in the Basilica. I'd been there before. I was running down the stairs and I felt so joyful. And then three days later, this... Um, this despair or desolation that I was experiencing, it just lifted off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I really feel, and I, I forgot to mention, St. Francis had said to me right after I'd asked him to come to help me, he, I heard yeah. a voice saying, why didn't you come to me earlier? Oh. <laughs> so oh. I just think, yeah, he's like, oh. you know, a heavy hitter, I would describe him. And, yeah, you yeah. know, and so, you know, so I just wanted to mention that. But yeah, I just think the saints are awesome. I could talk all day, so I'll, I'll let you go, because <laughs> I'll take your whole show here. Well, do something special for yourself. Hope you have something beautiful planned today, Denise, for your birthday. And thank you for calling Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. Yeah, it just goes to show, and this this is something I'm saying to everybody who's listening. Whatever you're going through, there's a saint who's been through it, okay? The saints have gone through exactly what we're going through. That's why we call them patrons of certain things, okay? So St. Anthony is the patron of lost articles. I don't know if he lost, he probably lost stuff in his life. But my point being simply... Don't sell the saints short, you guys. You know, let's go to the saints because if, if they're in heaven with God, God will hear their prayers again. As I said earlier, it's God who does everything, but why wouldn't God answer the prayers of those who have given everything to him? Why, why, what won't he give to them uh, on our behalf, in fact, sometimes? so mm-hmm. yeah, Absolutely. Did you well, want I, to do the next um yeah, I just thought, before before we go to John in Buffalo, I just wanted to mention, um, here's a show that I've heard about, I think. Let's see, it's called <laughs> The Spirit World. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> Saturday mornings, 11 Eastern time, and Sunday nights at 7 Eastern on EWTN Radio. Debbie Giorgiani, uh, the one and only co-host of this show, and Adam Bly on The Spirit World. They offer a Catholic perspective on issues related to angels, demons, and how the spiritual and physical worlds interact. And this week they're talking... All Saints and Holy Souls. That's the mm-hmm. Spirit World, Saturday mornings at 11 Eastern and Sunday nights at 7 Eastern here on EWTN Radio. And we are taking calls this weekend, so we're live uh, this weekend. So we're excited about awesome. getting all the calls from around the country and around the world, actually. Um, so thank you for that. Let's uh, hear what John has to say. John is a first-time caller, Jerry, from Buffalo, New York, listening on EWTN.com. Hey, John, Welcome. Hey, thanks for having me. I hope there's not too much backlag, is there? No. 
No? Okay, great. So uh, thank you very much for taking my call. I've been really enjoying listening to you guys today. Um, so this is an interesting one. It's a question like sure. slash story, um, as it usually comes. This past October, I had a nephew who... Um, who was involved in an accident, and he unfortunately he did he didn't make it. Mm. The reason for my call is there is a nun who has been talking to my father, and she has said that Mary took him into heaven the night of the accident and brought him to Jesus, and she had also said that he is a saint. My mom passed away this past December, uh, December of last year, right before Christmas. And she said, and the nun said that he is with mom, and he is a saint and a leader. And I am wondering, what would be the steps for, number one, what would be the steps and proper things I should do to possibly consider making a novena to my little nephew and for okay. our family? Yeah, I've got a thought, Debbie, unless... I do, yeah. too, but you go ahead first. I'll, I'll well, go ahead you know, and share John, some things. This is entirely up to you, really. I know of no uh, prohibition on this. I mean, obviously, publicly, the Church, you know, um, like, at, like say, at Mass, they would not have, you know, celebrate what they might have thought was like the feast day of your nephew until, unless and until someone like that is canonized. But personally, in personal devotion, um, I pray to my parents, I pray to my sister all the time, many, many other souls in heaven. And if indeed this is true, John, uh, that he is in the the beatific vision with the Lord, then those prayers are going to be very, very efficacious. God's going to hear them one way or the other. He's going to hear that those novena prayers of yours one way or the other. So, Debbie, I don't know what you want to add to that, but well, a couple things, John. Um, first of all, I'm, I'm assuming that your your um, you said nephew. Um, your ne- the nephew is he was baptized Catholic. Was he was he in his faith faith faith? Was he living out his faith um, at the time when he passed? So he was 10, and the day that he died was the first time uh, that he altar served. So I know for a fact okay. he is okay. a very devout Catholic. His parents raised him very well. Got you. And you him. know what? That's why it came to me when I when I slipped and said face. So he was only 10. Did he have a—okay, uh, this is going to sound really weird— did he have a very beautiful face, a beautiful smile? I know all 10-year-olds probably do, but was this child very special? I'll say this much. When I started talking to my now wife, he was the only one who could really, who shown that light of Christ and acceptance and love to her. Okay. Mm-hmm. He was the one. Wow. And okay. Yeah. Okay. So here's what I would, here's what I would do if it was, it was, if this had happened in my family is we never want to, I know that the, this beautiful nun uh, was saying that she saw your um, the nephew in heaven with your mom and everything, and I, I, I love that. That's beautiful. But we never can really assume that or, or um, you know, say that is fact, because we, it, obviously, your, the, your nephew has, is, you know, the cause for canonization or anything like that hasn't opened up, and you're, they're not looking into that to actually make him officially a saint in the Catholic Church. But a small saint with a with a small s um is what i think you're you guys are leaning towards because of this confirmation from this from this nun what i would do is uh, just like jerry said you know he's a beautiful young soul um that you know 
if he's in purgatory, he can still help you and your family. And but but he also would need the prayers to get to the beatific vision to get to heaven, right? But if he's in heaven, he's already in the beatific vision. So all of that comes right back as a, as an intercession for you guys. Okay. So any which way you look at it, it funnels it funnels to God. And that's the key. So I would I would just look at it like that and and not um absolutely confirm in your in your um heart that he is in heaven because we don't know that, right? Be- based on what the church has to say. However, um he's he's either on the road to heaven or he's in heaven. So any which way you look at it, he can help you. <laughs> um and you can help him. So it kind of goes and nothing is wasted with God. Nothing. No prayers, no novenas, anything. Everything is goes for the good. Everything goes for what is better for you here on earth and also for him because if he's in the beatific vision, it is it is so glorious for him to help his family. And so any which way you look at it, it's all good, John. It's all joy. It's all beautiful. So what what do you think about that? Just to put it into perspective because sometimes I think we like to canonize our relatives and friends, but we really don't know and, uh, um, for sure. Uh, and the church knows when they go through the whole very extensive canonization process, but we don't know. What do you say to that, John? No, yeah, of course I understand. I I, I get it. I I and I appreciate the input. It's really helpful. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. And by the way, you mentioned your mom too, John. Um. We have Debbie we keeps have the running yeah. prayer book. Yeah. If you, if you're comfortable giving us your nephew's first name and your mom's first name, we'll add them. We'll add you and all of your family into the Take Two prayer book. Appreciate it. Yeah, uh, my mom's name is Marie, mm-hmm. and my nephew's name is Levi. Okay. Levi. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, gotcha. it's. I don't believe there's any accident that I actually saw a young. And I didn't. You didn't tell us. I think that how old he was, but I saw a young child's face as you were mm-hmm. talking. So I find that very interesting, that the good Lord is connecting that and and affirming that for you, John. I think you're very blessed. You got little Levi there as an intercessor for your family. Yeah, awesome. No, thank- I know. Pray to him every day, but thank you very much. I appreciate it. You're well, welcome, I'm going to start asking him too because. I feel connected to him as well now. There you go. Mm-hmm. We heard via email from our friend Marion in Ontario, Canada. She likes St. Bernadette, little St. Jacinta, and little Nelly of Holy God, who oh, actually yeah. died about before her fifth birthday, I believe, is a uh, on her way to sainthood, it looks like. So, Marion, thank you so much. Wow. We're, uh, Alicia in Twin Falls, Richard in Boston, wish we were going to get to you wonderful folks there. But we will be back with another show tomorrow. And, Debbie, it's going to be a busy one. Is tomorrow when we're going to laugh? We're going to laugh, absolutely. Okay, give us your best clean joke. We all need a little sense of humor right about now. So give us your best clean joke tomorrow. It's a very popular show on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. Until then, guys, we love you so very, very much. Thank you. Go to Mass. Celebrate All Saints Day. And until tomorrow, have a beautiful and blessed day. See you real soon. Mm